Welcome to What's Your Download. If this is your first time joining us, we want to say hello. I'm Courtney. And I'm Letha. Uh, we created this podcast to hold honest, heart-centered conversations with healers and experts of all varieties. And we're so excited to have you joining us. Today we have Dr. Alexa Woods. Alexa Woods is a licensed acupuncturist and board-certified herbalist. She holds her doctorate in acupuncture and Chinese medicine, Master of Science in Traditional Chinese Medicine for Pacific College, and a BA in Developmental Psychology from New York University. She is also a certified doula and Reiki master. The focus of her treatments is to help connect you with your highest health and radiance. She works with her patients to understand the holistic picture of their unique body in order to provide care that goes beyond the physical, mental, and emotional levels. Morning. Hi, Alexa. Welcome. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you for being here with me, too. That is a full toolbox. <laughs> Every time I look at your, your bio, I'm always astounded. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I forget um, who I am and what I've accomplished. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you um, for acknowledging that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all can do that. Yeah. You have an amazing journey behind your becoming an acupuncturist. Can you share it with our listeners? Yeah, I guess my my journey towards becoming an acupuncturist probably began um, with my interest in understanding how the body works. And that kind of came from when I started to practice meditation and yoga when I was 15. And I kind of found that practice through my own journey of suffering and struggling with um, an eating disorder and um, just uh, having like uh, some trauma in my childhood. And so I just kind of looking for away through that. And so I found uh, a practice that helped me understand um, my mind and my body and help regulate that system. Um, so from there, I went um, to NYU to study um, psychology. I was on the pre-med track and then um, still like teaching yoga and super into meditation in New York City. And um, when I finished the program, I just needed a break. So I think I took maybe two years off and worked at a startup and like lived um, a life of just exploring and journeying and um, trying to still self-actualize and um, but not really quite sure if I wanted to continue on that journey towards becoming a Western medical doctor, um, especially given like just my where my mindset was and, and understanding Eastern philosophy and and seeing that more as a really constructive, applicable way of, of moving through this life, you know, and, and Western medicine kind of being in conflict of that. Right. So, um, yeah, I think I don't have like a, a cool story with acupuncture where it like saved my life personally. Um, it's definitely helped me, um, uh, tremendously in terms of balancing my energy and my mood and moving through depression and, and anxiety and, and, um, and, uh, more recently, it's helped me tremendously as well, and I'll get there. But, <laughs> but step by step, um, I I chose acupuncture school because I just uh, kind of saw like it um, as almost like the medicine of the future, and that um, seeing the healthcare system as it is, and and its negligence, and really addressing the the person itself as a person rather than as a list of symptoms that are cookie cutter have some kind of um, almost like robotic response to things as, as people come in. And, and that's not, I don't want to like completely throw the Western medical system away because there's a lot of good that comes from that and a lot of really beautiful um, like advancements and technologies that have come there. But um, on a personal note, why I chose that the other path is because 
I just saw that the future, we were going to need this. You were going to really need to bring back these ancient healing modalities and this ancient wisdom that um, we're now through science uh, researching and proving how it actually works, you know, but back then they just studied and observed nature and formed this whole system of medicine and herbalism. So I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, um, <laughs> I love that too. I'm always yeah. so fascinated where modern science, cause I, I like science too. I mm-hmm. really do. And, um, you know, where science is proving what the mystics have been saying forever. And I feel like that's such an increasing mm-hmm. occurrence, you know, mm-hmm. whether you're talking about like by frequencies or whatever, it's just fascinating mm-hmm. to me. I think that you can find that evidence in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so intrigued. Can you talk about the um, the benefits of acupuncture? Okay. Yeah. And specifically, you had recently talked about what it does for your brain, which was mm-hmm. totally new to me. I mean, I was mm-hmm. aware of the chi, but can yeah. you, I, it just feels like it does so much more mm-hmm. than I even realized. Yeah. Um, so I'll just start with kind of like the, the quick mechanism of it, um, which is just when we insert the needle, right, it, it signals a uh, a response in the central nervous system through the conduction of the fascia. And <laughs> in turn, that elicits some response uh, from our endocrine system, our nervous system, our immune system, um, and our cardiovascular system. So all these systems are now like being asked to to function, right? And and the whole theory also comes from, just, just from now a TCM lens, the whole theory comes from we're whole and complete, we're intertransforming yin and yang. So in our nature is to be in harmony and in balance, right? So our systems all have a, a, a mechanism of action that just works in harmony with one another and, and things sometimes throw that off, right? And so um, the needling, right, the, the point selection is, okay, where is the excess, where is the deficiency and how can I harmonize the system? Um, so um, that being said, it can benefit in so many ways because it works on all those systems. So um, you know, the, the main most researched thing is pain relief, um, having like an analgesic effect in the body, um, also anti-inflammatory, um, stimulating our and boosting our immune system responses. Um, it treats uh, a wide spectrum of um, like uh, fertility, but menstrual health, also men's like reproductive health as well. So that's a huge, a huge benefit there for acupuncture and herbs and um a musculoskeletal disorders like it's really good for low back pain sciatica neck and shoulder pain those are very common things that i see and treat and um digestive imbalances sleep depression anxiety you know it's just like oh it's almost everything but what <laughs> you know? does it do to your brain oh oh mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i need well, brain camps so it over go to acupuncture instead okay <laughs> We, yeah, uh, in your brain, it basically starts to put your brain in a theta, a delta brainwave state, um, which is a deep state of relaxation that you can hit um, when you meditate. And um, for me, when I receive acupuncture, it's just basically very similar to the feeling state of meditating. And, and so that's what's going on in your brain. And they've they've scanned the brain during during that procedure. So to see where the brainwaves are going. So like alpha and beta is like when we're talking now, when we're conscious and we're focusing and, and we're anxious too, right? Anxiety happens there. But when the brain waves start to um, get longer into delta, which is like our deepest sleep, um, that's when a lot of healing can occur, both physically through the activation of the parasympathetic nervous system, but then more psychologically through the um, 
the activation of even like our subconscious mind, right? What happens when we sleep, our subconscious mind is active and that kind of helps us kind of work through these things that are underneath the underneath the manifestation. Yeah. That's amazing. So when we're sleep deprived, if we're seeing you regularly, that's going to help counteract the fact that we're not giving our body that time. And because everyone talks about how your body restores mm-hmm. and repairs yeah. at night. Mm-hmm. I think about that all the time as I seem to be chronically sleep deprived. Um, mm-hmm. But does acupuncture sort of help Mm-hmm. and balance that then we'll definitely balance that it'll give you and and i want to just know it will balance that given that the individual is receptive to that right so mm. it's like if you're because you know honestly some people i'm not i'm not calling them out but like <laughs> some people um have gone on their phones in session right no, so really? it's like if you're on your phone right like you're still in in beta you know and you're not really you're not really dropping in Are you talking about courtney no, no, no. Uh-uh. I told no, her she you goes was. she goes straight into Delta. She's really good at relaxing. Oh, yeah. Well done. <laughs> and um so yeah, like you, you know, I I I hate to overgeneralize, so I just want to point that out that it's not like all right. Sure. Like, well, if you're not present, put a needle in and you're anyone's going to fall asleep. But yeah, if you're present, you know, yeah. and, and actively participating in the healing, then you will you will receive the benefit. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that. I feel so relaxed after I I feel, I feel the best I feel all week, <laughs> right after yes. I get off your table. <laughs> truly. Me too. Truly. Yeah. Truly. It's helping. I mean, it, I feel like the stress management and just some physical things too in my body. Mm-hmm. I've been really, I mean, I, you know, have always been intrigued by acupuncture. I've done some group acupuncture, but when I started working with you regularly, mm-hmm. I definitely have seen physical changes in my body that mm-hmm. I didn't expect that were super positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, yeah, stress management and ability to cope with mm-hmm. the day to day is mm-hmm. so much easier. So I, I feel like committing to that practice has been really transformative for mm-hmm. me personally. So I, but I had never really talked to you about all the science behind it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And on that note, since we, we want to talk about the brain, um, <laughs> the other mechanism is that it stimulates our vagus nerve, which uh-huh. um, controls our parasympathetic nervous system. So basically, uh, like you said, like a, a, another, like I call them like accidental benefits, right? Because yeah. it's like you come in, you want to treat your neck, but then all of a sudden, like your digestion is going better. You're sleeping better. You have more energy. And all of that comes down to also like the stimulation of the vagus nerve, which in addition helps you be more resilient to stress. So like right. the chaos is going around you, but you're, you're a little bit more flowy with it. You know, yeah. you're less reactive to it. And that's like, I think honestly, in terms of what I see and what I treat, mostly that right yeah. now, you have know, an overly stressed culture. Yeah. We're like sympathetic overdrive right now in yeah. the collective and like, I'm just like, let's just cool it down. You know? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I wish you could just line up so many people and just help everyone. In yeah. That just put a needle in their third eye and yeah. see, see how sure. it changes. Things. I would be so interested. You have to do that because I would love yeah. to walk around work and see what people because yeah. don't they have colored tips? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if you that's a good saw, idea. Saw yeah. someone with like a needle in between their eyes. Yeah, I don't think you've done that to me. Have you? Mm, probably. Yeah, during oh. the facial, it's a point called Yin Tong, and it's oh. like a little anti-anxiety, like soother point. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, I should just go in there every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you talk about ear seeds a little? Like, because I'm mm-hmm. intrigued by that too, and how that can support mm-hmm. in between like acupuncture appointments, mm-hmm. or how how do you how does mm-hmm. that best use? So ear seeds also similarly to the to the needle. It's a stimulation of the central nervous system, and uh, the the ancients have have mapped just like a reflexology foot map. Mm-hmm. If you've seen that, like at a I don't know a massage place, but um, just like that, there's a microcosm of all the organs and systems on our ear, 
Um, and so we select certain points for whatever the person's condition is. And some of them are more general, right? Like, like Shen Men is similar to Yin Tong, where it just kind of like soothes and activates the parasympathetic and um, anti-anxiety point, you know, but then there's a point for the uterus, the liver, you know, the list goes on. So we choose those points, you know, to balance um, the endocrine system or something like that, for example. But, um, and so that those are, uh, the seeds are made out of a Vicaria herb, but the ones I use are, are um, uh, 24 karat gold plated um, because they're just really cute. And I would say they are pretty. And, yeah. <laughs> but with the herb infused. In, herb infused. It? I yeah. didn't know they were herb infused. I didn't know that Did either. You? No. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's amazing. Cool. Yeah. I know. I see. I feel like I've learned so much already. <laughs> yes. So yeah, we put the seeds on and they look really cute, but they're also doing um, uh, some good work on, on your nervous system and um, organ system. So, and you know, the, the proof is in the, like the experience, I think, especially with acupuncture, right? If I'm telling you about it, right, then you really need to experience it, right? For it's sure. experiential wisdom. And so like recently I, I wear them all the time every week. And then like one week I forgot to put them on and I was just like, I noticed I was a little bit less resilient to stress. Right. That was the main thing. I was like a little bit more affected by I noticed other too. stressed out people, you know, and around I, me. I've developed a habit of pushing on them. Like mm-hmm. when I'm stressed, I'm like, I, I hope this is the right one and I'll mm-hmm. tap it and push That's on it. That's probably intuitive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, push like, like, intuitively. Just, like, I haven't had any in a week and so mm-hmm. I went to or maybe more and I went to push on it and I was like mm, there's no gold ball there <laughs> no yeah <laughs> yeah so uh that's a good point you they work on their own or you can stimulate them you know uh, but they work on their own because the the herb itself and the the gold helps um circuit like stimulate blood flow locally to that area okay yeah. I was so that's wondering because you never told me that but I just I think just it was almost like me reminding myself mm-hmm. that I had the support, so I would all push on yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe hope to wake them up a mm-hmm. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are some of the herbal allies that, because I know you give away, give away, give out a lot of supplements and mm-hmm. things like that. What are some of the supplements that are really good allies to acupuncture for, you know, helping manage stress and, and lift moods and things like that? Maybe mm-hmm. we have, I think we're entering in that seasonal depression mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of time frame. Yeah. Um, so the, the way the Chinese herbs work are, um, they're, they're slightly different than Western herbs in that they're not really focused on single herbs. They're focused on formulas. And these formulas um, are specific to the individual. And, and there are patent formulas that we can apply across the board to certain disease patterns and pathologies, like when it comes to depression, like for example, what we want to talk about now. Um, so that's something that is a little bit more individual right? If you want that, if you're seeking that, um, and, and they pack a power punch, like every time I take Chinese herbs, like it just right away is, is magic for me, mm-hmm. um, and my patients. Like, uh, yeah. and so, um, I would highly, if you're, if you're, and that's something where it's like, okay, if you really have depression and you feel like there's a diagnosis and you want to avoid taking medications, then I would come see me or your local acupuncturist and get a custom formula. Um, because there's uh, a lot of different things at play that uh, a custom formula can address that just taking one herb here and there mm-hmm. wouldn't. Um, however, um, in terms of uplifting mood, like just reaching for herbs that are aromatic and uplifting like peppermint, right? Peppermint tea, right? Um, that can kind of help move the liver energy, which can sometimes stagnate and cause depression, right? So that's one thing that I feel like most people might even have already in their cabinet, right? Um, the other thing, uh, that I love are, are, um, mushrooms, right? So mushrooms have 
so many different um, effects on our brain uh, chemistry and can help regulate um, serotonin and even dopamine. So highly recommend getting um, a, a blend like that, you know, um, like lion's mane, for example, is, is something I take in reishi every day. Um, and just like a whole mix of, of the immunity blend from Paul Stamets. So um, nice. big fan. Um, us too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those are, you know, those are it, you know, and, and that's just also like us learning how to apply this Eastern philosophy, right? Where we're not always reaching for like a one size fits all approach to things. Right. And, and I know we, we want to just, we want that, you know? Um, but I also think when it comes to herbs, it's important to kind of, uh, teach people that like, Oh, okay. Like we're working synergistically with herbs mm-hmm. because some herbs interact with one another in, in, in certain ways and some don't, they work yeah. antagonistically. So oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, well you so, always talk about that. You always talk yeah. about like uh, taking herbs along with any other medications that we're on and how important it is because mm-hmm. of the the counteracting or if they're both actually trying to do the same thing Mm -hmm. essentially. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that that is true. It's like one of the things I noticed as being, you know, a a guest or a patient of, Mm -hmm. you know, acupuncturists and naturopathic doctors and all of these Mm -hmm. things. That's one of the things we talked about in founding four moons was Mm -hmm. that, you know, I do have enough of a science background to, to know I would get a, you know, bag of herbs and teas and tinctures and then another one from someone else. And there'd be no, you know, connection point to know, like how, Mm -hmm. how do all these herbs from this person and these things from this person, Mm -hmm. you know, I, plant medicine is super powerful and it's, you know, I have so much respect for it, but I don't have the knowledge to discern, am I doing something bad? Am I going to stress my liver or are these, Mm -hmm. don't do these not go well together? So that's one of the things I love about our setup is that everyone can kind of talk to each other. So if there is a guest that's going through something and going through the naturopath and going on to you and that there's, there can be that sort of collaboration. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, my husband always used to tease me because I have a very full medicine cabinet. I should show it to you. So I was like Mm -hmm. full of teas and tinctures and, you know, supplements and he's like you know do you do know are you aware what you're actually doing and mm-hmm. I I can't say that I was you know and he's like hemlock's natural would you like a cup of that mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite line Taylor <laughs> he's a very witty guy mm-hmm. but he was just saying I support you doing whatever I don't support you doing something in ignorance and I think that's a really valid point you know um mm-hmm. because just because things are over the counter doesn't mean that you can't overstress your liver with them or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so I just think it's an interesting thing to be mindful of mm-hmm. um, because they are potent and powerful and mm-hmm. have impact. And maybe, maybe you know, anyways, yeah. I think it's an interesting thing to explore. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> Love herbs. <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> I know. And consistency is important too, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, That's the other thing is like, um, you know, I, I kind of joke. It's like they only work when you use them. Yeah, you, right. You you know? Know? And she's, as she looks yeah. at me, I know. She, she, she's all, have you been taking your liver? We both got that shame right there. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, the, the proof is in the pulse. And, First, you know, the and, proof is in the pulse. <laughs> and, and, is that an acupuncture joke? <laughs> I think so. I'm like blushing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, we'll get Alexa in our comedy night circuit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it comes from my own personal experience. You know, I call myself out too. And, yeah. and, you know, because I'm like, oh, why, why do I still have period pain? You know, but I'm like, oh, you're not taking your herbs. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. look in that little pill box. <laughs> yeah. The, the pill jar. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess we would look to you, like I'll look to you to be like, I guess, are they forever? The herbs, like, for example, the ones that you've given mm-hmm. me, are those things I should just stay on? That's, a, that's actually, I was, I was thinking about that as you were talking, you know, I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Cause you know, um, uh, it, they're not 
you know, right. ideally, you know, we keep tracking your tongue and your pulse and seeing mostly the tongue, you know, with the herbs, but uh, we'll see a change in that. Like, for example, if your tongue is pale, that's like a sign of blood deficiency. And if you're taking a formula for that, it should start to get like a healthy pink color, mm-hmm. you know, and as soon as that happens, all right, like, you know, yeah. and, and then we, we, we go after the next thing, right? right. And hopefully you're just like in balance now and the blood is building and flowing, but you know, um, so they're, they're not forever. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was wondering too. <laughs> so I have personal questions later. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the benefits of sound because mm. I think that's also something that I know for me, I completely resonate with mm. it. My body reacts when you do mm-hmm. the sound healing and the sound baths and the, mm. the tonal work. Can you talk about the benefits of that and sort of mm. what, cause I, I don't think maybe many people know what that is. Yeah. The benefits uh, really overlap with the function of acupuncture in terms of what it's doing in the brainwave states, mm-hmm. right? Getting you into a theta delta brainwave where your body is relaxing, your mind is not uh, hyper-focusing on any one thing, and perhaps now you're sleeping and your subconscious mind is active, right? And um, for me, the gong, right, is like if I could just um, uh, pick one instrument to play for the rest of my life, you know, it would be the gong. And, and it would be multiple gongs, hopefully. And, um, but like basically the gong and, and my experience of it and using it on people and, and, and experiencing it on myself is really this effect that it has on our subconscious mind and, and, uh, which can uh, manifest, um, a lot of, uh, you know, chaos or, or blockages in our life. Um, because we have these false belief systems and we have these memories and traumas that, create these false belief systems and they kind of help um imagine all of that in your subconscious is kind of like tied up in a knot you know and it's fixed and it's the cycle that's just on repeat and you know you, you might not be aware of it or you are but you don't really have the tools to break out of it um the gong will just kind of bust through that yeah. <laughs> and, and um it's really it's really quite beautiful like uh like the the healing that i've received and given with the gong in, in terms of like how I feel it it works in tandem with acupuncture and like, for example, like, um, I was working with a woman who had, um, a couple of miscarriages, like really traumatic, you know, ones and, and wanted to have that baby. And, 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 um, and we worked mostly with the combination of sound and acupuncture and, and it was successful. And that was like the, the, for me, like such a miracle and so beautiful to see, um, how the the mystery right of these modalities right when you when you're doing them but you're like at that point I was just starting out so I was like I don't know if this is gonna work you know <laughs> and it was a lot <laughs> of pressure you know yeah. right. and I remember I was like you know because it takes around three months for fertility treatments to kind of set okay. um Interesting. And I remember walking, walking up to her door and being like, oh man, like she's going to fire me, you know, <laughs> like this didn't work. And, and then it worked. And, and awesome. she said that she had her pregnancy test on the table and, and, and I was, and it was Aww. positive and I just cried and held her. And, and then I, I ended up being her doula too, which was beautiful. But I share that because I feel like in, it, it was of course the acupuncture, of course it was the herbs, but the sound really took it to another level where uh, there was fixed trauma in her, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, I think that there's an element of the unseen always in my work that I'm that I'm still learning about, but I can definitely feel and sense, right? But I'm right. just like, there's something here and we've got to address it. And the sound tools help, help with that. Yeah, know? I feel like it just blows, for me, it just like blows through my body. Like you're in a mm-hmm. sound tunnel and it's like an 
encompassing mm-hmm. in, totally. a, in a really in the best way yeah right? in such a beautiful way yeah You're, and like our whole body is vibrating like yeah. we're, our whole organs are vibrating yeah. they all have a specific frequency that they resonate at and yeah. if you ever had a sonogram and you yeah. listen inside there's a whole orchestra in there i know it's so amazing. sound healing for me is is the most intuitive and natural way to I heal our, our bodies you know have you guys ever seen the, um, there's this video of crickets. Have you guys seen this video with a slowed down cricket song? Mm-hmm. To, I can't remember the, I'll try and find it for you and send it to you. But when they slowed down the recording, it literally sounds like an orchestra. It's so beautiful so and cool. mystical. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Like yeah. all these layers within our natural world that mm-hmm. are just so beautiful and yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, just a practical question from listening to you talk about the fertility. Can you get acupuncture when you actually are pregnant? Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah. Okay. There are areas that we uh, that we need to avoid, yeah. and there are points that we need to avoid that might, um, in Chinese medicine, move blood, which also could elicit a contraction, right? And okay. so those are the points that you do if you are intentionally inducing labor, which oh, is pos- it's a possibility. I needed you. <laughs> <laughs> I needed you. Yeah, those are good at that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was drinking herbs from the bottle. She was oh. like, put a couple drops in your tea. By the end of it, I was just drinking. My son was, mm. like, almost three weeks late, and I was oh. like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely possible. And especially like leading up to the birth time, it's helpful to relax like the pelvic floor muscles and the groin and also just uh, really entrain the brain into that parasympathetic state so that you can have a more relaxing birth. You know, every, every birth is different, but you can like kind of go into a more meditative state through um, deep, deep relaxation practices. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. To make sure people know that, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Oh yeah, that's me. I know like, it's kind of like the opposite of what we've learned, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was just going to say that you're you're trained when you're pregnant, like you can't do anything, you can't drink coffee, you can't drink alcohol, you can't like everything's mm-hmm. like don't do so many things that mm-hmm. I, I just kind of think, okay, you're just with yourself and your body during that time. Mm-hmm. But it's lovely to know that there. Yeah, are, yeah, it's like get ready to ramp up, exactly, <laughs> baby, and you're saying like you're deeply relaxed, yeah, and mm-hmm. and letting it take over. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, so you know we end each of our episodes with the question, what's your download? Mm -hmm. Um, So what I want to leave listeners with is kind of just like a little um, TCM takeaway, um, which is two things. One, you want to keep your liver chi moving and you want to keep your spleen warm. So um, the, right. the two most kind of common patterns that most acupuncturists see, I won't, I'll, I'll speak for myself, but um, is liver chi stagnation and spleen chi deficiency. And so with liver, liver energy, right, it, on a biomed perspective, it's an organ of detoxification, elimination. Um, on a more energetic state in TCM, it's the organ that regulates chi in our entire body. Um, and it also helps filter our emotions. So... Um, and, and regulate them. So uh, when the liver chi stagnates, uh, it mostly has this root in like stress, right? And so when we're stressed out, the liver chi stagnates and then it causes like irritability, mood swings, depression. Um, it can cause headaches, migraines, and um, just kind of aggravate an already anxious, frustrated state, you know, and, and that's the emotion of the liver is anger and frustration. So um, how do you move your liver chi, right? How do you how do you prevent that? So it's the main thing is stress management, you know, getting on top of your stress in in a loving way. Um, like um, just, uh, you know, how it, that looks different for, for people. Um, for me, it's meditating, you know, uh, consistently um, and uh, just uh, whatever you need, do for exercise, like regular movement, you know, and so 
moving also helps move the liver chi. Um, and then um, certain herbs that are kind of bitter, like dandelion and milk thistle are good. And then um, herbs, like like I said, peppermint is good for the liver and um, like pungent foods as well. Um, so those are all things that you can kind of look for when you're feeling stressed um, so that you can avoid the liver chi stagnating and avoid the subsequent symptoms of that. Um, the other thing with the spleen is keeping it warm. So in Chinese medicine, the spleen and the stomach are organs of digestion. Um, and uh, the spleen does not like to be cold. So uh, a lot of times, especially in Southern California, we're, we're all about our acai bowls and, you know, our juices and our salads. And that's all well and good um, from, from a nutritional standpoint, especially juxtaposed to some other options, right? But like uh, on, a, on a TCM perspective, um, that kind of uh, da- like creates... Um, sluggishness in your spleen so that can um so eating a lot of cold foods even ice water um uh can help uh it uh slows down your digestion it can cause bloating you know so some people are like oh i eat a lot of salads but i'm always bloated right and and that's why you know and so if you think about it like in ayurveda we have um what's called uh, the uh, agni which is our digestive fire so like in order to digest our food it's a it's a thermodynamic process that requires heat you know, and so if you're if you're constantly having cold things, and your your body has to warm them up and break them down, and so uh, for maximum efficiency for digestion, I highly recommend uh, warm cooked foods. You know, and um, if you have ice water, take the ice out. You know, or what about hot tea? Hot like, tea is great for it. Yeah, so like. Um, I love starting my day with just hot tea and lemon, you know, and, and that kind of sets it off, um, (laughs) like in a, in a good way for your spleen. Um, and you know, if you're, if you're going to eat salads, like the spring and summer is the best time to do things like that. Um, winter, fall, let's, um, like eat cooked soups and stews and, and brothy things. Um, and all of that will help, um, decrease the bloat. And also if you have any kind of other digestive imbalances, it will, it will, you'll see an improvement of that with just that one little adjustment, that shift that you're making. Yeah. Amazing that's download. A, that's a really good download. Yeah. So how can people find you and where? I mean, I know you're at four moons, <laughs> you're at four moons five days a week. Yeah. I'm there Sometimes Tuesday more. through Saturday. Yeah. You can find me there. Um, <laughs> the, most likely I'm there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, in general. <laughs> and you do offer a group acupuncture, which I would love mm, people to know. And yeah. What day is that? It's Thursdays at 6.30 PM. So it's a good time like after work to just like kind of wind down and, and um, uh, yeah, de-stress. Um, Get a little taste of acupuncture yeah. if you've never had any mm-hmm. before yeah. they book their appointment yeah. with you. Yeah, and then uh, every new moon I do sound bath experience uh, with a little bit of kind of kundalini inspired meditation, acupuncture, and and sound bath, um, and setting our new moon intentions. So that's that's a favorite of mine to do. I really love getting into that with with the groups. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> that's a good experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being yeah, thank here. You, Alexa. Can't thank get enough, you. Alexa. Yeah, I'm obsessed with both of you. I, I love <laughs> you so much. You. <laughs> it's the mutual admiration society. It is. I yeah. It. Yeah. Thank you for um, inspiring me and, and having me at the spot. It's just been like the the dream come true, honestly, for me. Oh. And, and just the community there is just 
beautiful and, and magical. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Alexa. You. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to give us five stars, follow, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at What's Your Download. And if you'd like to learn more about our beauty, healing, and wholeness space, visit us at fourmoonspa.com. Thank, Thank you. you.